Welcome to the Fantasy Football Delivery Men Podcast with your host, Adam Zeitler and Kyle Rohde. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Delivery Men Podcast. I am your host, Adam, the Ambassador Zeitler, here with my co-host, Kyle, the Delivery Man, Rohde. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. What up? Week eight. Oh, I should have thought of something witty with that. Hey, hey, it's week eight, A. Eh? That means we're know. halfway through the regular fantasy football season. Oh. And actually, oh, wait, wait, it's 18 weeks. So we one more week is halfway through the regular season. That week and a half, so like on Wednesday. Yeah. Because we couldn't, you know, have an even number. Yeah. <sighs> Are there going to be any records broken this year? Um, No. No, no. So no. the adding of a game... I was listening to uh, a different fantasy podcast. And shame on me. Well, that's because you wanted to see what they were doing wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. But they were no. They they took a deep dive into why there's less fantasy points on like the year, and they were just you know saying stuff like uh, when they a lot of teams get into the red zone, they're not finishing drives and blah blah blah. Like the kickers are doing fantastic right now. Yep, as we had pointed out in the previous episode <laughs> on where they rank compared to uh, tight ends. ends. Yep, uh, the top kickers are in the top five of the tight end position. Yep. Like it seems like that, they, that's like the uh, nugget that we dropped early on in this uh, this year that was like kickers are man. a lot more fruitful than well the majority of kickers are a lot more fruitful than the majority of the tight ends. Are we gonna have leagues where they don't have tight ends rather than no kickers? <sighs> you think we're, about it. We're in a league that there's no defense. How are you feeling True. about that one as of right now? I mean, mm. I'm I'm number one in that league. I'm six and one. Mm. I'm enjoying not worrying about the defenses. I actually like the defenses where you pick the individual players. I've I'm in two dynasties like that, and I actually enjoy it. Yeah, probably because you because I was paid up smart for enough. Them. I was smart enough in the draft, and people laughed at me and another uh, another. Well, it's Tony. Uh, we were drafting defenses pretty early, and they were like laughing at us because we had looked at the point value of the defensive players, seeing that they were scoring almost as much as like Jonathan Taylor last year. And it's like, why would you not get your defensive sure. player? So now, you know, I'm sitting, I'm not, you know, it's a humble brag. I'm sitting at the top of uh, the international league and it's because my defense is like phenomenal. Nice. You know, and it's like, I, it's just, it just adds another element as far as now you have to pay attention to the defensive side of the ball, as far as who is hurt, who is, you know, it just takes it up another level. And I, I've, I've, I've actually enjoyed it. I know how I'd feel about it, but, yeah, it takes it a little bit deeper. How does the point value go? Is it like one point per tackle? It's it's uh, it's all set up based upon league. But yeah, it's like uh, quarterback knockdowns, quarterback sacks, interception, touchdown, stuff like that. Like, what's the point value for like a tackle versus a sack? I think a ta- I think a sack is worth four. So if you get a guy who like I forgot what the record was in one game was it like six or seven? I think that was like Derek Thomas back in the day. And uh, so that would have been like 28 points just nice. on sacks, not including tackles, which I believe are worth uh, one or I think the quarterback hits are worth one tackles, two or something. But I've got guys that are putting up like 36, 40 points, you know. So there's a lot of those little bonuses like kind of yeah, similar to what you can do on the offense, like receptions over 40 yards and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there's there's also the same perks on defense. The one time I did, the only points you get 
for the IDP players was like you get a point for a tackle, mm-hmm. you get points for interception, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery, and a sack, and that was like it. Oh yeah. So like those extra little bonuses where the quarterback hits and all that stuff that wasn't quite there mm-hmm. because I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be. Uh... I had I, I don't remember who I had, but I had a pretty substantial player at the time on a defensive side, and it was just like they were just kind of mediocre. They would get you like the extra five points or whatever a week. And I think I, I want to say I had like Bobby Wagner or something like that. Yeah, like somebody that was actually like substantially good yeah but yeah it was like it didn't make a difference really i'm actually gonna i'm actually setting up to do a deep dive into here to see where the top ranked uh defensive player is currently in the in the one league that i'm in um let's see what we got so the current leader uh is actually a defensive back uh rashawn jenkins from jacksonville he has currently 106 fantasy football points and is this a half point ppr uh this in fact i believe is a full point if i'm not mistaken so he has a oh actually actually i take that back that's just the people that are currently available bear with me while i I was gonna say a jacksonville player yeah i gotta navigate through this a little bit here um okay that's stats okay i'm just gonna go to leaders Please hold through the technical difficulties while I try to figure out the navigation of this. Okay, so Patrick Mahomes leads the league with 182 fantasy football points. Wow. The number three person is uh, Raquan Smith from Chicago, linebacker, 180 points. So, wow. Yeah. So it just goes to show you that the defense is actually pretty important when it comes to that. Yeah, I think I'm just scrolling through the top 20, and it looks like probably seven are defensive players. Of the top 10? Of the top 20. Seven are defensive players wow. in that format with the IDP. Wow. So that just goes to show you where. Uh, no Do way- you have all the seven since you are in the top of the league? I am looking... Why don't you ask me these questions when I'm still in there? <laughs> My goodness. I'm I'm a I'm a busy guy here. So what do I got? I have on my team. Cause I think you told me at one point you had Joey Bosa, didn't you? Yep. And he's an IR. Yep. And that's where he's sitting currently. Looks like I have three of the seven. So nice. And the other one, it looks like the rest of them are essentially owned by the other guy I talked to talked about in the league who also drafted uh defense heavy. So nice. yeah, with that being said, yeah, it makes uh yeah, makes me look kind of smart. Like I know what I'm talking about. You like it because you're winning. How would you I feel like about it. it? If I was losing, I wouldn't like it. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm in another one like that, and I'm currently four and three in that league. So similar thing where you went defensive players early, but interesting. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's uh, it's important to know your uh, league uh, dynasty redraft before you get into it, so you can learn like the point values, right. what's important, and blah blah blah. You know, just... we learned that one a couple of years ago for sure. What's that? So we learned that one. That was the first ever uh, league we ever played in. Which one was that? Do you remember? Uh, I looked into the point mm-hmm. values before I got. Oh into yeah, it. good. 
yeah, was that the quarterback heavy one? Yeah. Right, like Drew Brees, and he scored like 200 points a week. Yeah, if you had yeah. Drew Brees, like you would have won the whole league. And so I talked to the guy and be like, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Like I pretty much had to like, I found this little loophole. And like it was a keeper league, which I found funny. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was a keeper league, but you got to pick your keeper before the draft, even though we had never drafted before. So it was just like you got to you pick a pick player. We wanted, yeah. So it was like you had a first round pick you know our first round before the first round Mm -hmm. and it was in no particular order Mm -hmm. yeah it was goofy and then i like looked up the things and i was like just so you know i could pick drew Brees as my keeper and i would crush everyone in this league right now right before we even start right based on how the points go well i think i know i did do a quarterback i don't remember what you did did you do a quarterback or no well because he changed the point system after i told him and then I think I ended up taking Mike Evans. Oh, I thought we actually rolled with that league like the way it was. And people started throwing a fit because they picked a keeper based on not checking the point value. I don't I can't remember. So. We just tried to there sleep that people, one under the carpet because there were some those... people that weren't so happy with that league though. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't. <laughs> it was one of those things where we just kinda moved away from it at a very fast rate of speed. I think we only were in that for like one year. Yeah, for sure. And then we had our fill of that. But yeah, it's not for everybody uh, that set up. And, but some people enjoyed it, I'm sure. I'm sure the person that won it. Yeah, probably. I don't even know. Don't even care. Nope. So I checked out like halfway through that <laughs> year. But like I said, um, yeah, know your point values and uh, better prepare yourself for the fantasy world. Yeah. Here we are halfway through the season talking about point systems point systems just in point case systems. just in case people are like wait a minute i don't know why i'm not waiting all the time in case they haven't figured it out yeah but now you have go on the pretty basic point system and it makes it much easier yeah yeah it's harder to i mean because the person the commissioner always knows what the point system is because they're the one who sets it up right so if they're trying to pull a fast one on you if you were going to start a league, would you be interested in like the bonus points? Like the, um, the, the ones that I really thought would be interesting. Well, I like, like I'm the commissioner of pretty much almost all the leagues that I'm in. And I right. try to make it like almost, I, I want to say like as realistic as possible. So like, we changed, I changed pretty much all my leagues mm-hmm. to three running backs, two, or I'm sorry, three wide receivers, two running backs mm-hmm. and a flex. Right. Cause it feels like in real NFL football, like that's usually how it is. You're normally rolling with one or two running backs, if not like a committee, but then like you have a base of at least like three wide receivers for the most part. What if you raise the bar and you just put a fullback in there? <sighs> well, I mean, that's what your second. No, but I'm saying like an actual fullback. Like you what would the fullback point, in point there. systems be for a if fullback? If you got Kyle Usechek, hey. like uh like uh five points for a pancake block. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or if they're on the field, they get a point. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fullbacks used to be so awesome. That would be rough. Man, but once like Mike Ostat and you know, after that there wasn't I think there was a Vontae Leach or something like that. But after that it's like I mean, John Coon. John Coon was all right. Yeah. Yeah, and then they just kind of did away with the fullback. Yeah, use check is one of the last guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Cause it's like, but then like when you're watching the game, there's like a fullback in there, and you're like, huh, how about that? Yeah. Yeah, because they're they still do exist. <laughs> they do exist. But that's kind of like that Alec Ingold. Um, what team did I just see him playing for? It was actually last uh on Monday. 
<coughs> I was watching highlights of one of the games and they line up in the I formation. And I was like, oh, fullback. Yeah, but it's like a defensive tackle or something at fullback. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wonder why they kind of did away with that position. Injuries? Not exciting? Uh, it just went to a <laughs> passing league. You could pass to a fullback. You used to. You used to. Yeah. Daryl Johnson back in the well, like John Coonan, like use check, use yeah. check is still used. Use check is, but yeah, yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like I guess like a dying art, you know. Well, running backs in general. I think it was the Bears. It was it was the game. It was the Monday night game uh, when they got like in the inside the five. They lined up in the I formation to run the ball into the end zone. Mm-hmm. Khalil yeah. Herbert scored one. Yeah, but I think that was a that was a screen pass, and then uh, Montgomery scored another one. And I needed Montgomery to score me two more points to win last week. Yeah, he was probably tired. You know, they're so far ahead. Dang it! You know, and then they get down yeah. to like, and then they get down to like the one yard line, and they just kneel it out. Well, and they uh, they had the other guy in the the rookie that I didn't know. I was just like, oh, Man. Ebner. Yeah, it would have yeah. been nice to. Nice to get Montgomery one more touchdown. Yeah, but that's the glory of fantasy football because now that other person must have felt excited that he won then. See, it's like it's a give or take thing. Yeah, yeah we can't be happy all the time. It's true. Just 50% of it. 50%. Which isn't bad. Not passing, but not bad. Yeah. So anyways, you want to get into some rhymer heating? Let's do some heating up. Heating up. Presented by Rhymer Heating. The Crivets area and the Rhymer score. Heating. Rhymer Heating. The score is currently one to nothing. Adam Zeitler. Yeah, buddy. And he just missed it because that was at week four that Josh Allen finished number six. Yeah. Just outside. Was it week four? It was week four. I'm Remember, looking at it right now. Half point PPR. How does that make a dip? Because uh, I don't know. I don't play the cards. I don't do it. But I knew this would be it. an argument. He missed it by 0.9 points. Yep. To beat Patrick Mahomes would have continued on. And week five, he was the number one. Week six, <laughs> he was the number three. Yep. And week seven is a bye. So, yeah, you would have had quite the, quite the fire underneath you there. Dang it. Then he decided to take three weeks off. Therefore, pigeon toe and me, I could be up probably like 10 to nothing. Well, 10 to 1. That's not really, how the math would work. No, really hurts. Yeah. But, anyways, here we are. And what do we, okay, uh, what, what did we call when we kerplunk each other? What is it called? Kabash. Kabash. Kaplunk. I don't know. I can't remember. But we, what do we each use? <laughs> do we each one? There used to be a game when I was a kid. Kaplunk. Kaplunk. Yeah. I think yeah. That's what we called. started, what did we say? We we started with three, then we went to the four, four. But we've each we used, used one. one. Yeah. So we have three remaining. Yes, and we're halfway through the season. Yep. I fully expect there to be some kiboshing today. And it's going to be rough because there's very few players that I even want. So. I know, I know, and I know one that you want, and that's my first candidate, Josh Jacobs from the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, I would like to man. have him be my workhorse and create a fire that would burn eternally day in and day out. Do you want to keep talking about it or do you want to move on to your next guy? <laughs> <laughs> I can move on to my next guy if you want. Uh, well, I'm looking at Josh Jacobs uh, schedule going on from here. He just played Houston. 
So a good defense to run on. Who do you play before that? A bye. That's my point exactly. <laughs> uh, he played Denver the week before, scored 32 fantasy points. Then Kansas City at Kansas City scored 27. Then the bye. Then Houston at 35. At New Orleans is not, not a great defense. Right. But if he would survive that New Orleans, he's at Jacksonville, Indiana, at Denver, at Seattle, at the Chargers, which are all highlighted bright, bright green. Mm-hmm. 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 A kibosh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's used his second kibosh. Picking up See, the tail on that. I'm going to go, wait a minute. He's not going to make it this week. Okay. I just got I a might, feeling, but I got a kibosh because if he makes it and he has that schedule, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay, that will move me to my next one. I just have to make sure because I just thought about it a little bit and I'm like, wait a minute. I got to check when that cat's bye week is. And it is in, for whatever reason, this uh, can't search him. Why will it not search him? I can't tell you who it is, though. <laughs> uh, okay, he's looking at a week 13 bye. Okay, so this would give him an opportunity. And is the newly refreshed out of the old host, DJ Moore. Oh, you're going to have that. Thank you. I will take DJ Moore for because if you look at his next matchups, he's got Atlanta, Cincinnati, which is going to be a pass happy one, Atlanta again, and Baltimore, Denver by. So, I my first, well, technically my second uh, one here is uh, DJ Moore. Congratulations. Thank you. You can have him. Yes. Uh, my first heating up candidate. Um, it's been a very, very, very rocky road for this player. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like the offense might have figured out that if we give the ball to this guy, things happen, actually score points. This guy is named Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, he was the number four running back this week with 24.1 half point PPR fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been rough. Week one, 9.1. Week two, 30. Good. At Tampa Bay, three, then 13, then nine, then five. This week uh, was at the Washington Commanders, and he's at 24.1 fantasy points. This next week at Buffalo. Not great. No. But he is heavily utilized. If they want to if they want to keep up with Buffalo, they're gonna have to use Aaron Jones. After that, it is at Detroit. Uh then Dallas, not a great matchup. Tennessee, not a great matchup. Philadelphia, not a great matchup. Then Chicago at Chicago. Then the four week 14 bye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a rough road. Um, but if there is somebody that can do it this week that the buy is far away, it is Aaron Jones. I'll allow it. Thank you. I will allow Aaron Jones only because you are going to allow my next one, which is Kenneth Walker running back for the Seattle Seahawks. I thought about it myself. He's got the Giants, which isn't an easy one to overcome. He's got Arizona. He's got Tampa Bay. I am solely jumping in on this ship because I'm hoping to get at least one to two points out of him in the game of heating up. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The bye week screw everything up. 
Yeah, there was like definitely a couple of players, but it's like the bye week is in like two weeks, and it's like okay, well that's yeah, not gonna, like, like I was thinking about Ramondre Stevenson, <laughs> and he plays uh, the Giants week eight, the Colts week nine, and then a week ten bye. So yeah, you'd get one so he got one point if he would have made it. Um, I mean, if I say Josh Jacobs, you're gonna use your kibosh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, okay, I'm so Josh Jacobs. I'm officially saying he's my number well, two. He yeah, didn't you, you, because I'm going to no, force you, you to lose your combine. No, I was hoping you would just ask me if I would have <laughs> used it. I'd be like, yeah, I would have used it. Yeah. Uh, kabosh. Official Josh Jacobs. Dang it. Kabosh. So now he can't be used nope. for the rest of the season. Bye-bye. Wait a minute. Right? Because wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If we, we did say if it's an official kabosh after – or and and or you know what i'm gonna be risky i'm pulling back my kibosh you're taking josh jacobs all right i'm doing it i don't mean to jinx him i'm going to keep my kibosh you may have josh jacobs interesting yep playing the game all right so well we already talked about josh jacobs if he can survive uh at new orleans his matchups are so juicy. Mm-hmm. And right now, Josh Jacobs looks like in the last four weeks, that is including the bye. So in the last three weeks that he has played, he has been absolutely outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the number four running back on the season right now, including his bye. So Josh Jacobs is awesome and incredible. And I wish I had him in more leagues. He's normally on my squad in like almost every league because it feels like he's one of those players that gets kind of forgotten about, you know, in like the third or fourth round. Right. I have him in one league and it's the dynasty league. And I can't decide because I'm like, uh, I'm outside the playoffs right now if the season ended. So I'm like, I don't know if it's better to hold on to Josh Jacobs because he's still young. Mm -hmm. Like he's so young. He's a year older than Brees Hall. Is he younger than Najee Harris? I think they're the same age. It would be dependent on when their when their birthdays are. Mm, I wasn't invited either. But the thing is, yeah, because that's interesting. Because it seems like Josh Jacobs was this is his, a contract year, fourth year in the league. Yeah, this is a contract year. Wow. So if they would have picked up his fifth year, that then he would have been one more year with Vegas. Bet so they wish like, they would have did that. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that turns out in the so, off season. Yeah, it'll. You know, going into it, it's like. Is he a good hold candidate because he's still young and he could get a really good contract either with Vegas or somewhere else mm-hmm. that needs a running back? Or like, do I trade him because he's going, you know, I mean, the more and more I even think about it and talk about it to myself, even saying it out loud, it just seems like the better thing to do is to hold him on a dynasty squad right now. Mm. Wouldn't it be interesting if, the Vegas, uh, Las Vegas Raiders moved Josh Jacobs. Ooh, yeah. Think about it. I mean, they're not like, hey, we're awesome they're this not year. Great. And it's like, what do you got? You got, you're going to have to deal with him in the offseason for contract negotiations. So trade him away for something high, maybe replace some of the stuff he lost with Devontae Adams. And then a team gets Josh Jacobs. The interesting thing is like when you think about the teams that, that need him right now, mm-hmm. I would think LA. But they don't have the ammo. Like they don't have right, draft they picks. Don't have draft picks. The other one I think about right now is like Arizona. Oh, Arizona. Arizona would really would, from yeah, that. Arizona would be interesting. But anyway, summing up, 
I have chosen for Reimer Heating, uh, DJ Moore, Kenneth Walker. Adam has unfortunately chosen uh, Aaron Jones and uh, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, buddy. Which will award him no points. It will award me. allow me getting closer to catching up to Adam with his... Unlimited points. Unlimited points. What? No, that's not. No, that's not realistic. Aaron Jones doesn't have a buy until week 14. And Josh Jacobs is done with his buy. Yeah. So, but they're gonna they're gonna fizzle out. No, yeah, dude. I'm telling you, if Josh Jacobs makes it through this week, it's easy sailing. Then it's gonna be. Well, then I'll kibosh him next week. That's not no. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that's not what we had said. Hey, I'm the captain now. The rules have been set. I'll check the tape. I'm pretty sure we didn't discuss when the kiboshes could be used. Yes, we so did. Have to go back to the lawyer thing, like yeah. last last episode. What, what you have to the go, jury. go back to week two, the second episode. Yes, we explain explain the kiboshes. We had said once you the only opportunity you ha- you have to kibosh is the initial. Mm, uh, that actually does sound kind of familiar. That's yes. possible, but I will check the tape because you can't kibosh after they're they're catching fire. Why not? Because we already, I see. I see. You can't kibosh them after they're on fire because they're too hot to kibosh. <laughs> I'm gonna kibosh you. <laughs> yeah, I will check the tape, and I will let the jury know what I find. Should we get into uh... Exhibit A? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we can get into whatever. The Week Eight preview. Pop, 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 preview. Oh my gosh, we have a uh, a Germany game this week. Oh, we should have covered on the last episode. Ooh, me being a schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, yeah, we could have done that, the the preview because it's technically like. Dang uh, it! Gosh, we're such idiots. So many German like words. Congratulations! I know, but none of them are. <laughs> congratulations to the uh, the Germany, the Germany uh, for getting the two and five Denver Broncos and the two and five Jacksonville Jaguars. But you there just. Uh, super super stoked about that yeah i'm sure they're beside themselves with uh uh is is russell wilson gonna be i mean I is that so. even exciting i, don't yeah, know. I know well because jacksonville obviously you know they don't want to be in jacksonville anymore so that's why they go to london they go to germany it so, is germany this week right i'm pretty sure it's germany we oui. oh that's french yeah <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs> no i don't know what they say but yes yes it's in germany minus is no. No, that's nine. That's like a number. <laughs> if you want to hear the uh, Thursday night preview, the Baltimore Ravens and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, go back and listen to the last episode. Uh, let's jump into it. Whee! If it's Germany or if it's London, it's across the pond. It's over there somewhere. Okay, I feel like I got to do my due diligence on this and figure it out because now that I'm thinking about it, I think it, it might be London. All right, you do that. Um, the two and five Denver Broncos and the two and five Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, if Russell Wilson plays, I don't know what to do. I feel like, man, what is he right now? He's quarterback 22. He's the Kyle Pitts right now of quarterbacks. Yeah, that's that's probably the grossest thing I ever heard from you. Um, I mean, things really have to turn around for him to be in a starting position. Why are they making this so hard to figure out? For the love of goodness. Trevor Lawrence is actually a top 10 quarterback right now. Uh, he's the number nine quarterback. So I think if you, well, it's Denver, man. The answer to your question is I see London. 
Oh, really? Yes. Sorry to Germany. I also see France. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in London. Anyways, yes. <laughs> uh, would you start Trevor Lawrence against the Denver defense? Uh, Denver's defense has actually been the only good thing about Denver. Right. Um. Gosh, it's it's one of those things. Right where... now, I in one league, I have Trevor Lawrence. I streamed him last week, and it was it was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. But I streamed him because I had Matthew Stafford on by. So Interesting. I believe I put Matthew Stafford back in because I don't want to deal with Denver defense. Denver's defense, yeah. If you can, I mean, in uh, you know the superflex leagues, you might not have a choice. But in uh, redrafts, if yeah, I would try not, to steer away from Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. Um, ETN's been ETN has been getting the majority of the workload there, uh, and he's going to continue to do so. Um, I'd feel comfortable using him in uh, a flex spot or running back two. Running back two, I'd feel I'd feel good. I mean, the Denver backfield though. Ugh. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know what to do. I feel like I wouldn't feel confident even telling people to start one or the other. So that's right. what I got. Yeah, I feel good. I feel like we can leave that there. Um, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones feel like both decent flex, but again, it's Denver. doesn't feel like a great matchup, but if you have to go there, I would feel a little bit more confident in that spot. Uh, Cortland Sutton has been bad. Jerry Judy. I mean, there's trade talks about Jerry Judy right now. Interesting. Um. Hmm but it's been bad so it this is i feel yeah i really feel bad that we're doing this to london it's this is not a reflection of america ja- <laughs> jacksonville jacksonville is not a horrible defense uh against wide receivers no so Cortland sutton i feel like you can start mm-hmm. if you're really he, he could really be backed into a corner. You yeah, know? he could be flex. We have three wide receivers, and I'm kind of like he's probably my third best wide receiver, so mm-hmm. he's gonna be there. Jerry Judy probably something similar. Jerry Judy's more of the highlight reel kind of guy. Like he gets that one or two plays, and he's already there. At the tight end, it's Greg Dulcich, which I like. Yeah. Uh, Evan Ingram has been, been serviceable in the last couple of weeks. Actually, yeah. I mean, if you if look, you need a baseline, Evan Ingram baseline is there. Of like seven points, which actually is good for a tight end, right? So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not so disgusting. the tight ends are the most exciting part of this one. <laughs> it's not disgusting. <laughs> you win, world man. Uh, moving on, uh, division rivals, the uh, Carolina Panthers, two and five Carolina Panthers at the three and four division Atlanta. leading three and no, no, that, that's that's not three uh, and four. I got I got my birds screwed up. I was like the Seahawks and the other division. Well, the Buccaneers are, aren't they tied? They're three and four, yeah, but I think they have the tiebreaker, yeah. Over Atlanta? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think They beat so. Atlanta. So if Carolina, didn't Carolina beat Tampa Bay? They just I think did. that's that's the, yeah, that's the deal. So if Carolina beats Atlanta and Tampa Bay loses, Carolina's the number <laughs> one team. Wait, where's New Orleans? Oh, if New Orleans loses, yeah, New Orleans would have to lose. I don't remember if they played... Carolina <laughs> or Atlanta either. My gosh, that division is yeah, just a, a mess. They're like the new NFC East. Look at that. I mean, <laughs> NFC East is good. Now, but, uh, yeah. Uh, this one, uh, Algier has been kind of the go-to guy in the backfield there. Marcus Mariota in deeper leagues, not really a streaming option in redraft, but this is mm, gross. Yeah. But okay. This is not a good start to the, 
the week eight. Um, I don't like anybody from Atlanta. Um, I don't like anybody from Carolina. You don't like Deontay Foreman? He's um, more my uh, heating up content uh, contestant is going to be phenomenal in this game. One of the running backs is probably going to be good. Uh, Which one? I don't know. Probably Deontay Foreman, just because Chuba Hubbard is kind of uh, banged up currently. Kind of banged up. Kind of. It's saying that he's not expected to miss time. Yes. But this is in London. <laughs> so they have that big uh, that big clock over there. Big time change over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. So he may miss time. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I feel good about it. Back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to form it? I feel like even when he, sub, you know, he subbed in for uh, Derrick Henry last year, he was putting over... 100-yard performances week in and week out when he got the opportunity to. And then what's he do his first week in Carolina? 15 rushing attempts, 118 yards. Mm. So I would feel more comfortable rolling that dice with Deontay Foreman. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the next matchup, the 3-4 and four Chicago Bears at the 5 Wait and a two. minute. You don't want to talk about Kyle Pitts? I'm joking. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, the 3-4 and four Chicago Bears at the 5-2 and two Dallas Cowboys. Um, so Chicago figured out something. I mean, they no. put a spank down on Patriots. Patriots defense, man. Uh, it's good. They had a lot of turnovers. There was a lot of mistakes made by both Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Yeah, that's true. There's so many people that name Mac. I'm just, uh, anyways, continue. Um, you're like, push it again. <laughs> you're not playing Justin Fields, Dak Prescott. You're probably playing. Uh, the running backs here are interesting. Are yep. you playing? Well, you're probably forced into playing Montgomery. It's not a great matchup. Khalil Herbert is kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. I kind of view, it's funny. I see, I view uh, uh, Khalil Herbert. Like on the same level as David Montgomery? Well, like a Tony Pollard to mm. Ezekiel Elliott. And yeah, I, I, I think about it like. This whole offseason, I saw like the Khalil Herbert deal the same as like the Austin Eckler to what Melvin Gordon was. Right. Because I remember this whole offseason, everything that I heard from Chicago was they weren't like in love with David Montgomery being right. their guy. And they were really high on Khalil Herbert. After this last matchup, we saw Khalil Herbert scored the touchdown. Uh, he was in the game 41% of the snap share. Mm-hmm. So it it's it is kind of what I was fearing when I you know had one of the other. It's like it's gonna be more of a split backfield than one or the other, right? Um, yeah, good comparison with the Tony Pollard to Ezekiel Elliott situation, though. Yeah, yeah, I kind of feel that too. But it's not quite at the point where you would rather have Tony Pollard than Zeke. No, oh, right, right. <laughs> like you you still have Montgomery over Herbert mm-hmm. at this point. But again, on the other side, rest of the season, would you have, rather have Tony Pollard or Zeke? Uh, <laughs> truth be told, probably Tony Pollard. We were saying this at some point last year, too. I think so. And I'm a, I'm a Zeke owner. The, I'm a zero uh, shareholder of uh, Tony Pollard. But uh, it's just... Uh, Tony Pollard is interesting. He is. He's he's a big play capable guy. You're not going to get that out of Zeke, and it's like it sucks, but it's it is what it is. 
for the wide receivers in this matchup, it's a lot of guys that you drafted and have underperformed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darnell Mooney, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup. Um, Mooney, I feel... He's been coming on as of late, I believe. But against Dallas. Mm, and he's the number one no. number one receiver. I feel like you no. can't start Mooney. Uh, C.D. Lamb is probably in your lineup anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Gallup is probably not. I've seen <laughs> Michael Gallup is maybe maybe even a drop candidate at this point. Right. Yeah. It's not been great. No, not since his return. Uh Dalton Schultz? No. He looked decent last week. Yeah, but there was rumor that he had tweaked his uh knee again. So it is what it is, but uh, you know, just kind of be aware of that situation. Sure. Uh, moving on, the four and three Miami Dolphins at the one and five Detroit Lions finally got okay, a finally all got right. a good fantasy Here matchup. We go. Here we go. Uh, starting all in every Miami Dolphin in this matchup: Tua, oh, yeah. Mostert, oh, yeah. Hill, Waddle, Gesicki, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, on the Detroit side, Jared Goff. Uh, yeah, they're gonna have to pass to catch up or keep up rather. Uh, definitely playing Swift, and if Swift does not play, uh, Jamal Williams has been decent in the absence of Swift. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, if he is cleared of his quote-unquote non-concussion protocol, then yeah. Sure. Josh Reynolds, if in deeper leagues, Amon yeah. doesn't play. Yeah, like I said, I expect this one to be a, uh, whatchamacallit, a pretty heavy pass, uh, pass-happy game. Hawkinson is... Is, is fun to have on fantasy when Amon Ra doesn't play. <laughs> well, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if Amon Ra, I mean, you're going to probably play Hawkinson regardless. So Right. Uh, the 3-4 and four Arizona Cardinals at the 5-1 and one Minnesota Vikings. Kyler Murray, Kirk Cousins is going to be in your lineup. Uh, Delvin Cook going to be in your lineup. Yep. Um, yep. Cream Hunt in your lineup. Yep. <laughs> you keep hoping. I'm just speaking it out there. It might. What if it happens before this recording is uh, then I out will there. be a fortune teller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if Cream Hunt plays, Cream you're Hunt. not playing James Conner, or no, he's got to get acclimated. So I got, I, I got to sit him. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, if James Conner doesn't play, you know Benjamin again against oh, yeah. Minnesota. Yep. All right. Um, for the wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins going to be in your lineup. Uh. Rondale Moore, I think, is flex worthy this this week. Uh, with Robbie Anderson getting acclimated, I believe. With Rondale Moore, when he played on the outside, uh, as wide receiver, what do they call it, X or whatever? Yeah. Uh, yeah. When he plays on the outside, it's not so great. When he plays in the slot, Rondale Moore is much better. If Robbie Anderson is Takes up, up that to X snuff, role. yeah, yeah, uh, Rondale Moore should be playing in the slot, and it should be more fruitful. Fruitful for that's the word we're gonna use. fantasy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, wide receivers for Minnesota, Jefferson and Thielen probably going to be in your lineups. Yep. Well, Jefferson is going to be in your lineup. Zach Thielen. Ertz will be your tight end. What about uh, Irv Smith? Irv Smith is a really good play this week if yeah. you're looking for somebody. Mm. I okay. like it there. Um, moving on, the two and four Las Vegas Raiders at the two and five New Orleans Saints. Uh, I love Oh, here we go, Kyle. Take it away. Yeah, I'm kind of forcing the submission here by, <laughs> by looking at what I see, and uh, this is the 
so far the best of a bad situation for the fantasy world. Um, I'm seeing this as the golden game, um, especially if uh, Winston does return to form here and is able to play. Then I could see this potentially being a shootout where, you know, Josh Jacobs will in fact get his, even though I just trash talked him because I want to put that out there in when I was doing the Reimer heating uh, segment. Uh, you know, if uh, it's just there's a whole bunch of great possibilities here as far as what stop doing that. Uh, Adam is one. Adam is currently messaging in one of my leagues, <laughs> um, and is popping across my screen. Um, I got you're welcome, yeah, Derek. Carr, you're welcome. Yeah, no. Someone anyway. put Kenyon Drake on the trade block in Dynasty. <laughs> you said like a laughy face or what? I said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, Josh Jacobs, Elvin Kamara. Chris Olave, uh, Devontae Adams, even as deep as Hunter Renfro. I'm going to go ahead and throw him out there because Chris uh, Olave was going to be one of my starts of the week. He is great. And against Vegas. Yep. Well, I I put James Winston as my start of the week. So Chris Olave is probably going to be fantastic this week. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if uh, Michael Thomas decides like he ever wants to play again, uh, yeah, <laughs> we can play him. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Uh, and then you know, I'm going to go on record. Darren Waller will find the end zone this week. Whoa. We'll find it. That is a guarantee. Whoa, man. And then Taysom Hill. Uh, he'll be uh, whatever. <laughs> it's Taysom Hill. He'll he'll be quarterback, running back, tight end. It, it don't matter. What is he currently ranked he, at tight end right can now? Can he still be? Number six. Oh, he's wow. still listed as a tight end. Yeah, number six tight end on the season. That's so gross. I mean, that's, that's so – that's just – the, it's just a weird world we live in, my friend. Not about it. I'm not about it. But I guess he is. He's a cheat code. Yeah, he's a cheat code at the position. Are y'all good there? I'm good with that. Uh the three and four New England Patriots at the two and five New York Jets. How about the five and two New York Jets? You must have been thinking about last year's New York Jets. What did I say? Two and five. The two, yeah, I must have. Yeah, this is five the, and two. This is New York, baby. My goodness, again. As this NFL uh, season is upside down. Yeah, the numbers don't make sense anymore. Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, probably not. Uh, no. Zach Wilson, <laughs> probably, probably not. Probably not. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, probably. Damian Harris. It's interesting. Kind of a hold at this point. Uh, kind of. I want to see some more reports out of Damian Harris. I mean, he was cleared to play and actually did log some snaps in uh, uh, the Monday night game, but. It wasn't. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't enough. Probably not starting James Robinson this week. Not the get go. If you uh, are Michael Carter, though, yeah. Against New England, why not? They got to do something. <sighs> and it's like they're that's their bread and butter's uh, running game. Well, I feel like with new, well, with New England, their big thing defensively is take away the number one thing in their offense. And, and Michael was, Carter is the that number was one. Brees Hall. So now, like maybe they're confused. Like they don't know what to do. So well played, New York. Well played. <laughs> so Zach Wilson might go off, and that might mean Garrett Wilson, uh, Corey Davis, and Elijah Moore. Well, Corey Davis, uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to play this week. And the quote was Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. Yep. Meh. You probably yeah, can't yeah, play him. No. Jacoby Myers has been fantastic lately, though. So. Ramondre Stevenson is the only solid start we have in this whole matchup. Uh, yeah. This has been a really weird week when we're breaking it down. Yikes. 
How about, oh, man, how about this one? The two and five Pittsburgh Steelers at the six and oh Philadelphia Eagles. Can you pick it? Nope. Jalen Hurts. Yep. Najee Harris. Yeesh. Uh he is oh, this year for Najee has just been ugh. Miles Sanders. Yes. Probably. Yes. Uh any of the backups there? Uh, uh, no. Nope. Uh AJ Brown has been spectacular. Um Deontay Johnson. Yeah, I don't take him out of my lineup though. Chase Claypool. Oof. I would like Claypool to go to Green Bay. George Pickens is actually playing. He's really been well. really great. Yeah. Um, it'd be hard to bench any of those. Those. I mean, if I, if I was supposed to pick out one, two, and three, it'd be Johnson, Pickens, Claypool. Mm. Uh, Claypool. Devonta Smith, we didn't really say, but he's, yeah, he's, he's currently he's, with the bye, the 26th ranked yeah, wide receiver. He's, do, he's doing fine. He's probably in your lineup. Yeah. Uh, Fryermuth and Goddard in your lineups. Yep. Once again, I'm pretty one excited of the better, about the tight ends. One of the better tight end matchups. My gosh. Uh, moving on to the afternoon games, the four and two Tennessee Titans at the one, four and one Houston Texans. Uh... <laughs> Derrick Henry, <laughs> Damian Pierce. Brandon Cooks. Is, uh, Brandon Cooks has been awful. Yeah, yeah, he has. Um, eh, I, I thought I was having bigger hopes going into year two with Davis Mills that Brandon Cooks would have uh, even more, uh, uh, well, better year than last year with uh, Davis Mills, uh, you know, moving forward in the sophomore season, but it's not really happening. So what's the two so, running backs in this matchup? Uh, and that's yep. it. Yep. Yep. Oh, we're going to have a lot of bench players this week man some barn burners oh my god well you know there's gonna be like one yeah, or two there's players gonna be, yeah it, it's gonna be like nobody's gonna is. be starting them yeah uh the three and four washington commanders at the three three and one indianapolis colts um it's actually interesting on the commander's side right uh brian robinson one of my starts of the week tyler heineke if you are struggling, struggling and you need like a streaming option, if you are the owner of Patrick Mahomes or uh, Justin Herbert, Terry McLaurin, if you were not going to kibosh or if you were going to kibosh, was going to be my guy. And mm-hmm. it was just on hope and prayer that Tyler Heineke, you know, it might be, you know, his guy. Yeah. Um, Terry McLaurin, you can probably start as long as Heineke is the quarterback. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, then Jonathan Taylor on the indie side, um, Michael Pittman, uh, Alec Pierce. I still like Alec Pierce um, in a flex role. So, yeah, that would um, that would wrap that up. I mean, would you do a Curtis Samuel-type situation in the flex? Um, I think you can. He still had some manufactured touches against Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like you definitely can against Indy. There's a, it's a good, it's a good matchup. <laughs> this one, I can't believe this. Would you believe this off season that this would have been maybe one of the better matchups this In week? week? Eight? The no. six and one New York Giants at the four and three Seattle Seahawks. Can we, can we say something really quick? Yeah, we got time. Pete Carroll. Yep. I mean, I remember, I want to say it was like two two years ago that it was just like Seattle was not looking good in the beginning of the season. It was just like, well, they're not they're not saying that they're in a rebuild. Like they wouldn't, they were almost too proud. And it was just like, come on, mm-hmm. come on, guys. Like you, you're you terrible. Should be. Yeah. And then they, they ended up being really good. And this year it's just like, okay, well, you're getting rid yeah. of Russell Wilson. Yeah, here's the rebuild. 
here it is. It's finally here. And now here we are, four and three with Geno Smith. The number seven quarterback on the season. Oh, my gosh. Pete Carroll is... He's probably a good coach. He's, he's yeah. a pretty good coach. <laughs> a little bit underrated. Yeah, I think he catches a lot of crap for that uh, pass on the one-yard line in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think he's kind of moving out from underneath that shadow by showing what he can do with those. He's, he's figured some stuff out. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones and Geno Smith probably both pretty good starts this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Saquon, Kenneth Walker going to be in your lineups. Uh, Wandale Robinson, a good flex option, I think. Yeah. Uh, Slayton, if you're hoping for that one play, mm-hmm. um, Tyler Lockett, uh, we talked about Goodwin, mm-hmm. um, it yeah. feels like you're chasing points, but like, I think we had already said, pick him up, leave him on your bench and hold See on what to develops. It. See yeah, what develops. Yeah. Cause we don't know how long DK is going to be out for him. at the tight end position. Mm-hmm. Will Disley know a fan? I don't like that even for streaming purposes unless you're taking the uh, – but I'd rather play like a Hunter Henry over either one of them yeah. from the Patriots. So. Yeah. Uh, the three and four San Francisco 49ers at the three and three L.A. Rams. I like this matchup. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. If you're – oh, man. Uh, There's better streaming options out there than Jimmy Garoppolo. Matt Stafford might be back in your lineup, and it's not sexy either. <laughs> uh, Christian McCaffrey, it's uh, it's goal time. Yeah, you kind of got to like mm-hmm. you're not going to not start Christian McCaffrey. Agreed. Uh, Jeff <laughs> Jeff Wilson. I mean, <laughs> Jeff he, Wilson can't catch a break, man. You got to hold him. Well, yeah, just to see what develops. I mean, uh, like it feels like speaking it out there. It feels like you could probably jump the gun and and drop him for another player mm-hmm. like just get ahead of the game but it just feels like you probably can't do it no uh on the ram side henderson is probably the start here mm-hmm. at the wide receiver spot debo samuel cooper cup gonna be in your lineups brandon Ayuk probably a flex uh alan robinson probably another flex option for you uh, and the tight ends, George Kittle and Tyler Higby, are going to be in your lineups. Nice. Moving on to the Sunday night game. Gross. The three and four Green <laughs> Bay Packers at the five and one Buffalo Bills. Um, is it Aaron that Jones? Gross, it's pretty gross. Buffalo's going to get ahead. Packers are going to have to pass, which means it doesn't cut old Aaron Jones out of the scenario here. With his receiving ability. We've seen so, Green Bay pass the ball. We have seen Green Bay pass the ball. <laughs> Alan Lazard, what did they say? The shoulder issue. Shoulder He's issue. Questionable. He was in a sling. Mm-hmm. Um, Romeo Dobbs. Oh, my goodness. I mean, the hope is there. The hope is there. But I would feel better about my hopefulness if I had Buffalo players. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, Robert Tunyon is good. Dawson yeah, Knox is good. good. Um, I believe, what did I, I put Aaron Rodgers in that house a long time ago, didn't I? I believe so. I was a little bit worried about that. And yeah, he's quarterback 17. Yeah. We're okay with it. Um, it's Aaron Jones. That's pretty much what we can do. If you want to take a shot on one of the wide receivers, hoping that they're going to have to air the, air the ball out. I understand the thought. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, yeah, one of them might go off. One of them is probably going to catch a touchdown. 
I mean, it might all go to Aaron Jones. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, they'll distract him with Tunyon, but then they'll throw it to Jones. <laughs> On the Buffalo side, you're starting everyone. Josh Allen, yeah. Devin Singletary, Stephon Diggs, Corey Davis. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. Exactly. And mm-hmm. Dawson Knox. I know what you meant. Exactly. Thank you very much. Isaiah McKinsey? Flex? Oh, yeah, I spoke it out there. We'll do flex on him. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When in Rome. Okay. Just I feel saying. like they're going to get ahead pretty quick. Yeah. They're not going to. And they're going to see if McKenzie can uh, catch the ball a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, because that's what we know is Buffalo will run the ball when they're ahead, right? No, they don't. They keep yeah, passing. That's a good point. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the Monday night matchup, the 4-3 and three Cincinnati Bengals at the 2-5 and five Cleveland Browns. What happened to the Browns, man? They were good uh, early. Yeah, they were good early. And then everybody's like, oh, wait a minute. They're going to hand the ball off to Nick Chubb. Hmm. Yeah, mystery solved. Uh, Joe Burrow is going to be in your lineup. Joe Mixon's in your lineup. Jawan Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd's a flex option. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hayden Hurst in this matchup is not horrible on the Cleveland side. Jacoby Brissett, probably not. Nick Chubb's going to be in your lineup. Kareem Hunt is, as Kyle oh, no, said, he's gonna probably going to be in Arizona. Yeah, but if he's here, he hasn't been play. startable really. Really mm-hmm. hasn't been startable. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the touchdown last, well, week, yeah, then that would have been uh, terrible. But that's a good thing. Get a touchdown and makes the week. Yeah, I guess so. I guess. Murray Cooper? Murray Cooper's been, yeah, he's been good. like, sneaky. He's the wide receiver 11 right now. That's uh, pretty gosh dang impressive. Like, if, before I said that, if I would have said Amari Cooper, where is he ranked right now? I would have said, like, 18th. Yeah. You know? 11, that's pretty, yeah. pretty gosh dang amazing, taking the words right out of your mouth. Yeah, I don't even have to say it again. <laughs> Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones? No? Maybe? Flex? Maybe? Uh, it's it's a floor? Nah, maybe. Harrison Bryant? Well, you know what? I mean, looking at this matchup, if there was since different... he's going to be up, they're going to have to throw the ball. Kareem Hunt actually might be interesting in this matchup. It would be a lot more interesting if they had a really good quarterback. True. Mm. Jacoby Brissett not a Hall of Fame quarterback? No, no, it turns out no. Mm. No. Tough break for him. Yeah, he was so close. (laughs) I mean, he plays in Ohio. He's right by Canton. It should be easy, even though he's the number 19 quarterback on the season, only two behind Aaron Rodgers. We're just getting mean here. Yeah, sorry, Jacoby. All right, that's that's it. That's week eight. Yep, that is week eight in a nutshell. Yikes. I am... I guess that's what we get when we don't have Kansas City or the LA Chargers. Yeah, whole week shot. <laughs> <laughs> Who planned these schedules? I mean, come on. Yeah, yikes. Should have known New York Giants were going to be 6 and 1. All right, that's it. That's it. That's all we got. Good luck to you and yours. Uh, if you're freaking out, um, we're only halfway hang through. In there. It's only halfway. What you did in the first half of the season, you can undo the second half, you can reverse it. Yep. Yep. And same for those winning teams. Yeah, you could reverse it too. If you're like 0 and 7 right now, you could go 7 and 0. If you're 7 and 0, you could go 0 and 7. Yeah. It's injuries, man. Injuries happened last week. Yeah, they did. See if you can capitalize on grabbing somebody. Well, you already ran your waivers, so hopefully you did. 
Yeah. Grab what you needed, and uh, you'll be good to go. That's it. Here we go. Let's get into a week. All right, eight. let's do it. Uh, thank you for the listeners for listening, giving us five star views. You know, we appreciate you. Thank you to the sponsors, Anchor and the Brothers Three of Oconto. In Rhymer Heating. Boom Shakalaka. The Cribbits area. Boom. And Kyle Table. Um uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, How's bragging camp going? <laughs> That's the one I used in the last episode. Right. Kyle Table of my basement area. <laughs> <laughs> we are Elite Fantasy Football Deliverment Podcast. Out.